0: Unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail Warzone Podcast. There were some technical difficulties. Our guest for the evening is actually experiencing brownouts where they are, um, which is rolling power outages from the heat and stuff like that. So uh, we will reschedule for a later time. It's all good no issues, no problems. Um, you know, I changed the intro screen to a big question mark cause who the hell knows what we're going to talk about. So <laughs> I don't know who we got here. Uh, we may not have much of anybody here. Um, this will just be a random thing. And what I'll probably do is Wednesday night, we'll be talking about the, um, stay in your lane, know your role thing. So Irish, I know you've had a very interesting 24 hours, and I know you were tired as hell. Would you care to inform the chat real quick what you put up with? He got one of those dreaded late-night alarm calls. And uh, actually, this time, it was people involved. So that's crazy. So uh, the one thing I do want to do real quick is I want to go over the schedule the next few weeks. Um, like I said, Wednesday uh, probably do the stay in your lane episode. But after that, we've got next Monday we've got Matt Mitchell. And uh, it's a very important one to me because A, Hero's birthday is next week and she loves that group's set of videos. So I think it's a proper birthday present for Hero, so everybody show up Monday to wish her a happy birthday. Um, then, I don't really have anything planned for the week of July 4th. Um, obviously, I'm not going to do a stream on July 4th. I'm, I'm just not going to. So, if I do something, to be on a Monday. Now, a lot of what I'm getting ready to go through, these are Mondays. Wednesday's still going to be the day, but as we go through, and I have different people come on, you know, I can do a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, you know, it, it it's kind of unfair. Somebody may have something to say, and they can't be here Wednesday night. That's okay. So if they can be here on Monday or Friday, we'll do that. Um, no, maybe it is the 4th. I don't know. If, if Monday is the 4th, then we'll have a Wednesday episode. So, But on July 11th, we have Ryder Reigns from Twitter. Um, that's going to be a good one on July 18th we're going to have would you like shots with that who are doing a documentary on the pharmaceutical industry and, and being a pharmacist um, so they're kind of start a, starting a summer tour uh, to get on different podcasts and whatnot and talk about the documentary that they're doing so that's going to be really really cool the summer of Steve no <laughs> no it's too hot to have a summer of Steve Wait till fall fall it'll be on and then, on July 25th, I am so happy with this one. Um, you know, she's a favorite in the community. And, you know, I sent her some messages last night trying to figure out what her schedule was. Um, and, you know, because she's she's actually, you know, in a different country. Uh, so, Monday, July 25th, we're going to have Manager Cranky. And that's going to be great. Uh, we've had her on the inaugural episode of the um, retail therapy sessions, and she was fantastic. Super sharp, super smart, um, knows the business, knows how it works. So having said that, I don't really have a lot to say. Um, I don't know. I do want to give a shout out to all the Guitar Center folks that are out there right now because I just realized about two and a half hours ago that guitar center has started their purge again. And in some stores that are like in really big markets, they're laying off 80 per, you know, 80% eighty of their staff or whatnot. If they're not laying them off, they're actually telling full-time employees they have to go part-time, if they want to keep the job. And they're only leaving managers as um, our, you know, full-time employees. So the purge is bad. Um, Oh Irish says Monday is the fourth the next day is my wedding anniversary so trust me on that okay I trust you so we'll do something on that Wednesday uh Russell says happy early birthday hero uh also in the news today there was um an article about inventories you know being heavy for retailers um because you know, they got so much stuff in from the backlog of supply chain. Well, that's right, Mad Dog. Your birthday is the same day. So Mad Dog and Hero share the same birthday. So there you go. Fun facts. Um, but inventory is blowing up from a lot of people. There's something I, I, I do want to kind of touch on a little bit. All right, so if anybody's watching out there that works somewhere where you carry private label merchandise, you know, let's say it's Target and and you work there and they carry Archer Farms or Walmart carries great value. Um, Something has been going on that I think we all need to keep a watch on. Most of us kind of equate store brand merchandise to value, right? So you go in somewhere and, you know, there may be a Stouffer's frozen pizza, right? But then Walmart has a great value frozen pizza and great value. It's cheaper, right? And so you buy the store brand, you know, whether it be medications, food, whatever, because it's cheaper, and, you know, if you, if you don't know, I mean, those are major manufacturers that usually make this stuff. I mean, it, it was, you know, you've got different brand name companies that, be, you know, they, they have contracts with different retailers and, like, grocers to manufacture their private label. Well, I think what we're going to start seeing is private labels going away temporarily because obviously there there's, there's some issues in the food manufacturing business right now. Okay. There's been a ton of accidents and all sorts of crazy stuff going on at food production plants and all this other stuff. So you've got companies that are making private label brands for people that are going to have to put brakes on and say, no, 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 no. We've got to protect our brand, our name brand. So you guys are shit out of luck. So we're not going to make this for you. And, I challenge everybody to kind of, you know, take a look at where you shop and places that have private label, see if it starts disappearing, because I think we're going to see that really hot and heavy here over the next six to 12 months, because obviously, you know, these big brand uh, production facilities, you know, whether it be, you know, Pepsi, McCormick, Kraft, um, you know, the list goes on and on. They're going to do everything they can to shift resources to their brand names and tell everybody, well, you shit out of luck for private label. And I understand that. I mean, it's it's a, a huge business proposition. I get it. But just kind of keep that in, in the back of your mind as you're shopping and start noticing, you know, staples. You know, like um, just... Random things, whether well, I mean something as simple as you know, a store brand par- shredded Parmesan cheese or you know, whipping cream or you know, basics, right? I'm not talking about like gourmet stuff, just your basics, bacon bits. Uh, it could be any, it could be anything, right? Pasta noodles, you know, and start observing. Is it going away or are you seeing more brand name merchandise being stocked and less private label? Because I'm telling you guys, it's coming. So, those private label brands that you were, you know, counting on for, you know, savings, they're not going to be there, not for a while. They'll come back. I, this isn't going to be like something that's going to be gone forever. But with the way the economy is so fucked up right now and the way, that you know, a lot of these manufacturers are kind of in hot water just being able to get their own brand name product out. The last thing they really give a shit about is private label merchandise. So be be taking a look at that. Uh, hybrid says the arson conspiracy. Ah, well, you know, I know um, it, it's one of those deals where there's a lot of stuff out there, information that, um, kind of lends credence to that. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff going on with the food supply chain right now. And, and I'm kind of confused about it. You know, I'm kind of one of those people that there are no coincidences and, and these are verifiable things. And when you, you know, you could see a news blurb say, Oh, such and such chicken plant burnt to the ground. You're like, Oh, well that sucks. But then you start looking here, like, well, another chicken plant burnt to the ground or this plant burnt to the ground. And you start looking at why is all... It's a pretty large swath of food production places that have had some sort of accident or whatnot. Quite honestly, I don't think there's a conspiracy behind it. I think that there may be some insurance fraud behind it. You know, if you've got a company that produces such and such, you know, whether it be chicken, you know, what, what, whatever their specialty is. And they're in the hole coming out of the pandemic. Oh, all of a sudden, place burns to the ground. We'll get the insurance money and we'll peace out. Bye. So I, I think it's more of that. Um, Hybrid says, you forget I live in the chicken capital of the world. Oh, no, 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 no. You really don't. Because we got plenty of chicken plants here, bro. A lot. Um, I'd have to look at the numbers. So, Joey K, welcome. Haven't seen you in a bit. Hope you're doing well. Uh, it's not suspicious when a chicken plant has a fire. It is suspicious when every chicken plant has crippling fires. When you correct that, that is what I'm getting at. Is if you look at the food supply chain, and I saw something today. And I've got to go verify it or whatnot. I'm not going to, like, you know, post it or anything. But supposedly it was a warning from the FBI talking about um, ransomware for a bunch of different companies and issuing a warning about grain. Now, I'm not here to, you know, spout off. You know, lies or whatnot, and if that is actually true, I mean, there has been talk about. You know, look at what's going on with the war. You know, with Russia and Ukraine. You know, grain exports are a big deal, and common sense will tell you if you understand how imports and exports work and what grain is actually involved in, and and what is derived from it and made from it. Yeah, there are gonna be some problems. So, um, I think we're in for a rough ride, probably closer to the end of the year, but I don't think it's going to be on like typical stuff. I think it's going to be on like kind of, uh, as hero would say, bougie stuff. You know, we had a discussion other night, as long as there's canned beans or dried beans, I'm good. I'll, I'll survive. So it's, it's okay. Um, I'll look at some other stuff here. Uh, mad dog says the big lots near me had tons of empty shelves today. Even turned the air off in the store to conserve energy. It was hot as hell. Oh, that's no good. Um, Russell says a 24 pack of Dr. Thunder was eight bucks today. Used to be about six 50. So that's uh Dr. Thunder. That's Walmart stuff. If I'm not mistaken, because I know you used to bring those 12 packs to work all the time. Um, let's see. Uh, the 5,000 cows that died in Kansas. That is that is correct. Um, Joey, that is a perfect, perfect statement. Companies will jump on the chance to price gouge and blame that. Yes. And I kind of see it like this. Everything's going up in price. Everything. I mean, and we know this. So you've got companies out there that I'm sure are raising prices legitimately due to cost and and things like that. I I don't for a minute believe that that that's not fact. Okay, but you're going to have other companies out there who aren't having the same problem, who kind of mix in with the economy and see the opportunity to be like, oh, well, this item cost us two dollars. And we sell it for four. Well, now it costs us 250. Let's sell it for five. So they may have a 50 cent increase in cost, but they're raising the price in their margin by going up a dollar on the sales price. So I do believe there's a whole hell of a lot that going on. And I don't know how you combat it. And I don't know how it'll ever be discovered or if it'll ever, you know, come out publicly that that's happening. But I guarantee you that's what's going on because there are companies out there right now trying to hide in the midst of the weeds and jack up prices because everything's so fucking cattywampus, as they would say right now with the economy. Um, no doubt. No doubt that's going on. And, and you know, look, I don't endorse the habit. I'm a smoker. Okay. Where I work, the cigarettes I smoke are almost ten dollars. Right. I go to a convenience store today and it's like a buck fifty cheaper. I mean, and we're talking a single convenience store. There's no chain. It's one set of owners. There's not like multiple. It's just one convenience store. So if they're able to sell that pack of cigarettes for that price, what what's going on elsewhere? So I was like, whoa. I didn't even realize that until today. I'm like, holy shit, man. That's a, that's a buck 50 off. So, uh, Irish says inflation hit a 40 year high in Ireland last month. Yeah. Um, and I do agree, uh, Irish. I saw where you, you talked about how much, you know, 20% of the world's wheat comes from Ukraine. I mean, it 20% sounds like a small number when you look at the whole planet. That's a pretty good clip, man. That's a, that. That's a lot of wheat, a whole lot of wheat. Thank God for Arizona tea. Oh no, it's nasty. And also, I see, I saw where the owner of Arizona tea was talking about how he would not raise the price, but evidently, the prices went up. Because I work with somebody who is dedicated to the ninety nine cent tea. And I saw a meme where it was like, When my children ask, I will say this is the day that the revolt started, and it was two cans of Arizona tea, and one was 99 cents and the other one was a buck twenty nine. So it's coming. And and that's a good benchmark hybrid, to be honest with you. If Arizona tea goes up to a buck twenty nine, either they gouging or it's really that bad and and there's real there's no real way to tell i mean i mean that's why i put on twitter i would love for somebody to reach out to me and you know show me that they have documented proof that their company's gouging cuz i mean look man we've been in this business a long time and we know how these companies work i'm telling you there is some serious serious gouging going on out there and You know, it's the profit margins. You know, I I ran a poll one time and everybody, um, oh, it might be hybrid. I I don't know. Um, Talking about what do you consider an acceptable profit margin and what do you consider gouging? And if I'm not mistaken, anything over 30%, the poll decided was gouging. And... I kind of agree with that. You know, a 30% profit on anything who sells pretty fucking good. I mean, that's 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 not bad, uh, you know, and, and that's enough to sustain business. So, you know, it, it just is. But I think there's a lot of shenanigans going on right now, and there's no governmental oversight. No, and I know there's an investigation going on, but I think it's only select places. I think there needs to be a broad investigation, especially across the food industry. Honestly, I think, you know, grocery stores all the way across the country need, need to be kind of held accountable for this because it's getting bad. And, uh, you know, ooh, what's up, Tiffany? Walmart aimed for 33% back in 97. So there you go. Fun facts with Tiffany. Welcome. Haven't seen you in a bit. Haven't seen you in the store. Where have you been? Anyway, um, but it, it was just it's just crazy. Uh, Irish says, "Look at car insurance claims down 50% during COVID when everyone was working from home. The cost of insurance remained the same." <laughs> there you go. Look, don't get me started on insurance. I think insurance is the biggest fucking crock of shit in the United States ever. I mean, you you, you could it, you get health insurance, a car insurance, and you don't have a wreck for like 10 years. And so you don't ever need to use the insurance, but you paid that damn money and you ain't getting it back. You paid for nothing, nothing. Think about that. It's like health insurance, which is way overpriced anyway. Let's say in your perfect health, look at how much money you gave away for however many years before the first time you had to go to the hospital or the doctor. You, lost, you just gave them your money. You never going to get it back ever. Ever. And Hero and I were talking, you know, last night. I mean, look, I'm 52 years old, and I'm pretty sure by the time I hit retirement age, there's going to be no retirement, and there's going to be no Social Security. So we're all going to have to work until we die. That's that's just it. I, I really believe that's what's going on. Tiffany says, I can't afford groceries after filling up my Jeep. Lord. The gas prices are, are something else. That meme where Seven Eleven 11 prophesies it, it was like, you see the Seven Eleven sign and 7 But there's, the, you know, I'm not getting that whole thing, but there's a whole lot of factors behind the gas prices. It's not one person. I just won't throw that out there. But they're, they're, that's fucked up too. I mean, it, it's, um, you know, the gas prices, fortunately, you know, I only live 10 minutes from, I mean, I can walk to where I work in 10 minutes. I don't care. I'm good. It'll only suck because I'm in the deep south, and it's like eight fucking billion degrees outside right now. So I might melt before I get to work, but at least I can try. I'll give it the good college try. Um, Joey K says, they need to fix gas first, less per barrel than in 2008, but more expensive to pump. That is a beautiful point. Um, you know, that's, that's something everybody needs to look at. It's less per barrel. Than in two thousand and eight, but more expensive for gas. And gas, you know, is is like something I'd read. It's like a downstream product. It's they don't drill for gas, okay? They they drill for oil. Gas is about you know the 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 byproduct of drilling for oil. So that's a good that's a good thing. You know why is it that it's less per barrel, but we're paying more at the pump? And I'm sorry, I'm telling you, it's greed, and it's the oil companies. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Just do the financial, You look at the financial reports. Look at how much profit these oil companies, like Exxon and whatnot, are making. It's like astounding. They're making money hand over fist. They could drop the price easily. They don't. And until somebody steps up, you know, that you know, we do need a governmental body that kinda regulates energy, like really regulates it. Um, because I'm sure, you know, as these heat waves go up and whatnot, the the kilowatt rate's gonna go up higher too. And uh let's jump on out of this rabbit hole now. I am. Um Joey K, at the end of each fiscal year, you should be able to go to your insurance company and go, hi, I ended up never using this. I like the money I gave you either applied to next year. Yes, Joey K, you are my hero. I honestly believe that's the way it should be because look at the amount of money we throw into insurance that we never use, never use. And you're 100% right. If, if you pay, let's let's say you just opened up a car insurance policy with, you know, whoever, Geico or whatever. You go through that first year paying all the premiums and you're not in an accident. You should get, the next year you shouldn't have to pay anything. You should not have to pay anything until you tap into what you've paid. Then, yeah. You know, um, because... That, that's something I just don't understand Why there's not enough uproar over You're just throwing money away And you guys that work retail I mean look at how much it costs to get insurance Most people that work retail Don't even get insurance Because it eats up Especially if you have a family It eats up half your fucking paycheck Half your paycheck And you you may not use it So you're just throwing money away And and, and that's that's just bullshit Uh Tiffany says, and the talk about the tax on gas issues for road construction to maintain the roads. Hey, I know where we live, and that's a lie because our roads suck. Um. Oh, hybrid says I use the Iris app and can see senators and Congress trade So many bought Chevrolet. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's it's the system's rigged against every bit of us. Um. Russell says, and why does my credit score affect my insurance premium? Uh, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Quite honestly, we're at a point, we're at a very volatile point in history in the United States with, um, you know, workers' rights and and pay scales and things like that. The credit score, I'm going to be real honest with you. I My prediction is by, what is this, 2022? So I'm going to say by 2030. The credit score goes away. Somebody somewhere is going to file some sort of lawsuit that is discriminatory and they're going to win. And it's going to have to cause a major restructure of the credit industry. I mean, and look at this. I mean, the housing industry's about to pop again. We didn't learn a lesson last time. So the housing industry is about to explode. Crypto is tanking. And It's it's a really bad thing. And, you know, from a worker standpoint, how many of you are fully aware of what the Federal Reserve said? How many of you are fully aware that Federal Reserve said we need to lower wages to combat inflation? One more time. The Federal Reserve said when they raised the interest rates that we need to lower wages in order to eliminate inflation. So they won't pay you less while the people at the top keep making all the money. But that's documented fact. Uh, you know, hybrid, I know you asked about that, and I, I pulled up the articles and shared them and whatnot. Um, it's, we're, we're in a bad spot right now, real bad spot. It, it's a powder keg financially for middle class and lower class. Um, something's got to give, you know, uh, Joey Kay says, well, credit scores are designed to keep you at a disadvantage. One million ways to negatively affect them, but almost nothing can improve them. Yes. God, you read tons of stories about where People have zero balances on credit cards, and their credit score gets dinged because they're not using it. That's bullshit. Your credit score should go up, I would assume, if you're not using credit cards. You have one in your name that carries a zero balance, guess what? Hey, that should be good, right? And I'm not sure of the exact date. If somebody wants to look it up for me real quick, I, I don't think credit scores came into play until what? Like the late 70s, if I'm not mistaken? So what happened before then? Why, Why? you know, credit scores for a long time were used, and even still today, some jobs that you apply for, they want to check your credit. I don't understand how the fuck your credit decides whether or not you're going to be a good employee or not. I think that's stupid. Uh, let's see. Russell, <laughs> you didn't know that? Oh, Yeah, the Federal Reserve is its own entity. Own entity. And I don't understand how the fuck that happened and how they control everything, but they sure as fuck do. Um, Hybrid says, I have a 750 still going up and with a shit ton of medical debt that I'm never going to pay back shows it means nothing. Yep. But see, Irish says, credit scores are not a thing here. There you go. Uh Joey K says if it were really meant to be fair to everyone you would start at birth with an 800 by default if you never fuck up it stays perfect. Oh. That's a good point. Um Joey K for office 2024. Let's go. Uh Hero says 1989 was when the credit score what wow, I thought it was earlier than that. Oh, Mad Dog, same thing. Well, that's even worse. I graduated high school in 88. So I guess that, you know, we were the guinea pigs. Tiffany says, I paid off my car, totaled it the next month. My credit score literally went down because I did not have an open line of credit. See? And, you know, it's kind of funny. I don't watch a lot of movies, but I did see Fight Club. (laughs) And, you know, the whole end where they blow up the buildings and they're getting rid of, you know, all these financial institutions and whatnot. Boy, that would be kind of satisfying, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, what, what is it? I mean, a credit score doesn't take into account hardship. You know, let's say somebody, you know, the, for instance, Joey, you start at 800 and you stay perfect. You have a death in the family. Or you you have some unexpected thing. Or, well, I mean, God, we know medical bills affect it, right? Let's say all of a sudden you're in a car wreck. You've got all these medical bills, all this stuff. You... No human being can just pay it outright, right? So you're living paycheck to paycheck anyway. You pay $10 a month or whatever you can afford, and your credit score goes down. That's bullshit. Hybrid says, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles maybe started credit scores. Ooh, so can we blame Vanilla Ice for it? We should. Credit, credit, baby. Russell, that's correct. A few years ago, 650 was good. Now it's crap. And look, I don't know if you guys have really paid attention to... Hold on. Hero says, the retail ward zone does not encourage nor condone blowing up buildings with a cathartic response. No, I'm talking about making soap. Make soap. Yeah. Um, <coughs> But, you know, credit score, I mean, and people get hung up on it. Oh, I got to have a good credit score. There's no such thing as debtor's prison, right? I mean, I'm not saying go default on shit and whatnot. I mean, it happens. There are certain situations where shit goes down. But, you know, it, it it's very kind of discriminatory in a way, you know, because yep. once you're in a hole, you're in a hole. And then it becomes another money-making scam. It's like, oh, all these companies are like, hey, there's information we know how to get your credit score back up that you as the general public can't know. So if you pay us a bunch of money, we'll talk to the credit agencies and we'll fix your shit. Everything's gatekept, you know? And it's it's crazy. It's absolute crazy. You know, um, anywhere there's money to be made. You know, you've got people there, you know, to make money, to lower your your tax debt you've got people there to make money to improve your credit score all these things instead there's always a middle person that's making money and guarantee that somewhere somehow there's some sort of connection and that money funnels to another entity that's in charge of it all you know uh, Joey K. it's really just an indicator of how likely they can make money off of you. You can't be fiscally smart and never use money you don't have, or you just don't get exa- correct. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it really is a bait and switch, man. I mean, it, it it's awful. And, you know, look, there's people out there who've worked really, really hard and they're wealthy now. All right. It was a different time. You know, when you look at billionaires and whatnot, look how old they are, you know, most of them. And, you know, there's people out there. Hey, blame tag. Hi. Um, but, you know, there's something to be said about working your way, you know, up. And there's a lot of people who did make a lot of money by working hard. And, and you know, but those days are over now. You know, you hear all these rich folk talking about. Well, you just need to work hard and blah blah. The system's so stacked against everybody. They they don't want to let anybody else in their club. Okay, they they don't. You know, there there's what was it? George Carlin said. You know, there's a club and you're not in it, right? And that's where we're at. And it, it is sad because there's a lot of good people out there who are hurting and have financial problems and whatnot and wish they could make more money and things like that, and it's just it's just not happening. And, and you know, I, it's really kind of funny because I still see all the memes and all the, the arguments where, well, minimum wage hasn't went up in 12 years. Well, that's true. It hasn't. And I don't understand why we don't flip that script and say, Minimum wage has only went up $7 in 83 years. That to me sounds much more impactful. In 83 years, the minimum wage only went up $7. 83 years. Somebody do the math for me real quick. $7 divided by 83. So how much has minimum wage went up a year? Uh, Well, hybrid, yeah. And you know what? And, and that's, that's another thing, too. You know, there's people out there that are enterprising and and figure out how to make money, you know, and the hybrid, if you weren't working where you were working, would you be doing that? You know, it's, it's a, you found a way to make the system work for you instead of you working for the system. But if you weren't working there and didn't figure out what was going on, would you be doing that right now? You know, everybody has an opportunity. Raise your hand if you do work hard but still aren't a billionaire. Everyone here. Tiffany, don't be selling feet pics on the Internet. I don't think your husband would approve. Don't believe you. Just saying. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, there's – it's – the financial situation is really bad. And it really just always seems like when things go bad, it's the the, the middle class and the lower class that suffer. And, you know, talking about that, you know, I would posted the study that came out um, a couple weeks ago about the largest number of, of people that died, you know, in the workforce from COVID were all, guess what, retail service industry. The people that were deemed essential. And, you know, just want to put this out there that for those companies that stayed open during the pandemic because they were, quote, unquote, essential, they had two choices. They could either take care of their crews or they could bow to the consumer and do whatever the consumer wanted just so they got the money. And they bowed to the consumer and they sold you workers out. 110% did. It's it's a very stellar, um, you know, number. And when I say stellar, I don't mean that in a good way. I, I mean, it, it's a large number of people that we lost that died during the pandemic because they were forced to work in a an essential business with constant contact with the public. You know, think about it. it, it and it doesn't matter what anybody's opinion is, okay? I don't don't care if you think a mask is bad or good, all right? doesn't matter. What I'm saying is these companies, with not knowing what we were up against, as soon as the customer started complaining, I don't want to wear a mask, I don't want to do this, they changed the rules so they could get those people's dollars and not care about the employees. And anybody who thinks otherwise is foolish, because that's exactly what happened. You got sold out. Like Hero says, cannon fodder. It's kind of like the joke that you put, like, the rookies on the front line of war and let them get eat up first before the heavy hitters go in. It, 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 it's terrible. And, and that's something that I see repeated a lot. You know, you talk about how businesses have had trouble hiring. How about the fact that how many people died? They're no longer in the workforce. And then while we're on that topic, the economies went to shit, right? And so these same assholes that said, hey, we need to get rid of all the extended unemployment, all the protections for these people. We need to get them back to work. And guess what's going on? Everybody's getting their hours cut or they're getting laid off. You weren't really so essential, were you? It's all been a shell game. It's been a shell game from the beginning. It's just like right here on the screen, it says employees are more than a controllable expense. But guess what? To the guys in charge, you are. All this crying, all this whining in the news, we can't hire anybody. We need the people come back from remote work and come back to the office. We need, we need employees. And the reason no one wants to work is they're getting this unemployment and they're sitting at home and then it's just free money. And here we are. I think they ended it, what, July 2021 is when the benefits went away, right? So from July 2021, we are now here in June 2022. So technically speaking, in less than a year... The same people, they were bitching about getting all this, quote-unquote, free ride, not coming to work. Now they're cutting them. And what's even worse is now they're cutting the tech industry, too. It's a shit show because they're not cutting corporate office. The CEO still going. It comes down to what the bottom line is. So they consider payroll a controllable expense. They always have, and that's the first thing to go. Just like I said at the beginning of the stream, Guitar Center just started cutting people. It was either we're going to lay you off or if you're full-time, we're going to make you part-time and get rid of your benefits. Everybody got sold out. Y'all ain't important. It goes back to blame tag shirt that he made that I bought my wife. Essentially ignored. So here we are. They stripped all the protections, all the benefits away And now they can throw you out like trash. It's a bullshit world. Um, And it's awful. Uh, Joey K says, my my work started splitting our truck, so we do half one day and half another just so they could have everyone leave one hour earlier each day. So now I go slower and show up late in mock management. Not all heroes wear capes. Remember that. Uh, Russell says the thing as a country, we pay out stupid amounts of money on entertainment. Look at the top five players, major sports crowds, same for Hollywood. Uh, we look who you talking to. We used to talk about that at work. The, the, the biggest I'm a look, I would love to make a lot of money. I really would. Okay. But I've still, I, I will die on this hill out of all professions out there. Teachers have been screwed the most. I think it's asinine that we have hundreds of thousands. I don't know how many teachers there are in the United States, okay? But we have this number of people who dedicated their life to teaching our children, right? And you got some guy who can make $16 million, you know, in a signing bonus just to go play football. And I love football, all right? I do. And and I have a really big problem with what's going on with college football now. I you know, we're now we're now paying college athletes. Now, I'm not saying that a college athlete that works for the that plays for a school that brings in a lot of revenue shouldn't get something, but I do believe, as my favorite college coach says, it should be tied to their graduation. It should be tied to their schooling. You know, um and, and it's awful. We guys think about this. We have college football players right now making millions of dollars. And we have great teachers who have thrown their hands up in the air and said, I quit, I'm leaving the profession. Terrible. So, years from now, when people complain about that generation of children and how they're, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Y'all all to blame for that shit. I'm telling you, every teacher... I don't care, you know. I posted some. Irish sent me something on how much teachers make in Ireland. You guys, uh, I posted it on Twitter. You should check it out. It, it's really frightening. We are, are so terrible in how we te- We treat our educators terrible, and you know, I've tried real hard to get teachers on the show. Nobody wants to buy, and I understand why. But I think it is the most abu- One of the most abused professions in the United States. Period. Um Empire records is a great movie indeed um yes, teachers and nurses uh police if they're trained right uh employees uh firefighter firefighters definitely i mean the physical uh, the physical that that firemen have to go through is crazy. Um, Eric says, my first year as a teacher with an MA in linguistics, I was paid $36,000 in South Carolina. I make $45,000 as a driver, team lead at Chick-fil-A. Eric, that's the problem. And you know that. So, you're making more as a team lead at Chick-fil-A and look how much your college edu- education costs. That's that's a travesty, man. That, that And that's another thing. We talk about you know, unpaid internships, which is bullshit, right? I think that if you choose to be a teacher, I think your tuition should be free. I do not think you should have to go into debt to be a teacher. I think at that point in time, if you're wanting to become a teacher, you're going to become part of a state-affiliated organization. You shouldn't have to pay that should be fronted by the state. period. and um you know because they deserve better. I mean, these are the kids these are the people that you know raise our kids when we're not there, right? And you know it's I I'm sorry, teachers are just abused. It, it shouldn't it it shouldn't be the way it is. Um Hybrid says, I'm ready for another Irish episode to talk about the difference inflation has had between the states and across the lake. Hey, Irish, if you're still there, if you haven't fallen asleep yet, because I know it's late and you were up late last night. um, How about this? All my Wednesdays are open. I don't have anything scheduled for any Wednesdays. For whatever reason, because people's availability, I've got Mondays. So pick a Wednesday, Irish, and we'll talk about that. That'd be great. Um, People are going to get mad. People get mad, but I will say this: if, if, if we're talking about gas, I know how like people like to point fingers. Well, it's it's like that everywhere across the world. It's not just here. So when you look at it, see that's the thing. That's a problem with us as a country: is we like to look in inward and we like to think, oh, everything here in the United States. Well, if it's happening all over the world at the same clip. Guess what? It's an international problem. It's not, hey, that guy did this shit. Just fact. Uh real quick, Irish. How much is uh uh petrol per gallon right now in Ireland? Just curious. I know here uh hero, what was how much is it here now? What was the last time we got gas? How much was it? Um well russell no i I'd agree if they finish school and teach for a certain yes th- that's part of it yes, they'd have to to f- to finish the curriculum, you know they would be required to pay back anything if they didn't make it and 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 that's probably a good benchmark because you want people that want to be teachers to be dedicated when they're dedicated to being teachers, then yeah you know, finish out the program. If they finish out the program and they graduate, and it, and it should also be tied to the GPA. You know, if you're going to be a teacher and and you're going to get a free ride because you're being a teacher, there does have to be certain things. You've got to hurt a, hit a certain GPA. Um, you've got to finish the program. But at that point, if you go to work at public school, you're a state employee anyway. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, look at that. Irish Connection says, in Ireland, right now, in U.S. dollars, $10 a gallon. Y'all need to quit bitching. It does suck. But that's proof right there, boys and girls. It could be a whole hell of a lot worse. Um. Well, see, that's the thing, Russell. We're not talking grants. We're talking about you go to school, you, you sign up to be a teacher, you sign a contract, basically. It's it's not a grant. It's not like they're handing you money to do with whatever. It's funded by the state. So let's say it's a four-year curriculum. You know, holy shit, I can never move to Ireland. Bad dog, a pack of smokes is almost $20 in Ireland. Irish, if I ever visit, I'm going to have to bring, like, I mean, do 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 you have to pay like a, a tax or something on? Oh, beer's gonna be cheap. Stop it, hero! You're out of luck. Um. Uh. Can I bring cigarettes into the country, or do I get taxed on them if I bring them in? True in New York now. When he when uh, Mad Dog and I worked for at home when we went out to Texas. And it might be just because it was in a hotel, but I ran out of cigarettes. I had to pay $17 for a pack of Marlboro Light 100s. Um, oh, uh, Irish. Tiffany wants to know what is the minimum wage in Ireland in U.S. dollars right now. Ireland is an expensive place, guys. You can bring 200 cigarettes tax-free. Oh so basically okay, so you, you can only bring a cart and a cigarette <laughs> okay, fair enough, um minimum wage in dollars, Tiffany is about eleven bucks an hour, so there again, you know, ours is seven twenty five Uh Erica says there's a gas station here in Phoenix where the owners are charging a dollar less than the rest of the valley, so it's around 470-ish. And you know, Erica, that's a very good point because if they're able to sell it a dollar less than everybody else, the profit the profit margins are there. You know, and, and they're probably also looking at what they lose in margin they make up in volume, which is very, very smart. Um Hero says Four sixty a gallon last time, okay? Hybrid says four thirty nine. Really? Hybrid yours is four thirty nine? But yeah, but you're you're outside of the perimeter. You're you're not in the city, so that makes sense. Um four thirty. Uh Irish. Hero wanna know how much beer was in milk in Ireland 439 in Chesney Russell was 423 Uh Oh, what you know I don't recall it. You know that doesn't make sense here because you would think and like the Atlanta market the gas would be more expensive. But welcome to South Carolina anyway. True Erica, they usually don't make a profit. Um but they do make a, a killing on like the goods in the store. Wow. Um. Hey, anybody in the chat? Do y'all have a Bucky's anywhere? I'm just curious. There's a reason why I'm asking that. But yeah, um. Oh, all right, Irish. I don't drink in bars, <laughs> so like. How much is a six-pack of beer at the store? Stopped at the Buckles. Mm-hmm. Oh. You did? Mad Dog, you went to the one in uh, Florence, did you? How was that? Mad Dog, are you excited about next Monday? I am. I had to leave too crazy. I heard that the traffic was like insane around that thing. Hero says, is it worth the hype? I've got to look and see how many they have in Alabama. So when Matt's on next week, I can ask him. Um, Yeah, uh, that last video, you tagged us in, Mad Dog, about the, I'm going to fight you now. That was hilarious as hell. Oh, Tiffany, next Monday, I have Matt Mitchell from It's a Southern Thing. And if you tell me that you do not know who he is living here, I can't talk to you anymore. So Matt Mitchell from It's a Southern Thing, the guy who does Bless Your Rank, he, does, he ranks like the Little Debbie Cakes. He ranks like, you know, all this other stuff. Oh, see, she, OMG, she knows what I'm talking about now. Um, that is going to be a great, great show. I am looking forward to that tremendously. We're fans of him here in this house. Oh, okay. So you know, yes, he's going to be on the podcast Monday, Tiffany. It's going to be great. I cannot wait. Um, absolutely hilarious, dude. For so long we were trying to get Scott Sice, who did, uh, you know, does all the TikTok videos about, you know, I'm never going to shop here again. He's like, good, you know why not? We haven't got him yet. But I think this will be better because we're we're from the South, and I think it's more our people. Um, he did the biscuit ranking, and it was great, yes. Everything he's done is great. I, his, and the stuff he does for football, which isn't really um, affiliated with it's a Southern thing, it's fantastic because I'm a football fan. I'm a college football fan, and, and, and his shit's great. And he did, it, I would recommend, if you haven't seen the video, When Stores Meet, And he's talking about like all these different retailers meeting. It's pretty funny, especially when it gets to end with Kmart. It's it's great. So, but you know it's it's been some. uh, It's 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 been fun. Um, I'm looking forward to that greatly. It's going to be a good time. But anyway, uh, so it's nine twenty. I know we started late and whatnot. It's all good. A little random talk. Uh, Wednesday. So Wednesday night. Unless something changes, okay? Uh, We're going to be talking about the lost art of staying in your lane and knowing your role. And um, yeah, come on by because that's going to be good. What that's really about is about people that you work with that think they're your boss, but they're not. Or think that they can tell the boss how to do the job and they should listen to them. So it's 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 gonna be fun, it's gonna be fun. So thank all you guys for showing up tonight. I know we had technical difficulties. Um, we will do the 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 Death Star episode. Um, it, we I, I could see the individual I was talking to, and um, you know he could see me, but he couldn't get my audio or whatnot. It, we'll make it work because what he's got to talk about is fantastic. Hot lips. Yep. Uh huh. Um, Uh, no, Russell, he's going to start. The question is whether he starts for long, but anyway, so everybody, if you miss Wednesday, that's fine, but be here Monday, Tiffany. I know, you know, a lot of people that probably watch Matt and it's a Southern thing. I want a lot of people here for that one. It's very, very important. And you know, the more people we get, the better off it to be. If it goes well, I'm going to try to get Talia on. I mean, I'll just go through the cast or whatnot. I mean, that's fine because I really do enjoy what they do. But I want there to be a lot of people here. It's going to be clean. It's going to be family-friendly. And I'm not going to cuss. I mean, it's it's meant to be a good time. And because I really enjoy his brand of humor, and I think he's hilarious. And, you know, part of what we're going to do, I'm going to ask him about how he got involved with It's a Southern Thing and Red Clay Media and, you know, things like that. Because he's great. And, you know, he doesn't do a lot of stuff like this. I've looked. And um, so there is a possibility between now and then something can change and he won't do it. Okay? Uh, but as of now, it, it's a 100% go. Um, I will make something shareable. Uh, okay. Um, I'll post that tonight, Tiffany. So be on the lookout for it in the next 24 hours or whatnot, and I'll make it shareable. Um, because if we have a lot of people, we'll, we'll try to get as much questions as we can and whatnot. I do have a list of things I'm going to send the person who's kind of organizing this, you know, stuff like, you know, pick, uh, what, what do you think about Walmart versus Target? Or what do you think about CVS versus Walgreens? Or what do you think about such and such? Because he's pretty popular. He's got like 83,000 followers on YouTube and whatnot. And it, when I, I approached him and I emailed, it's really about just having a good time. It's about, you know, having something for the people that have supported us, something, you know, lighthearted and fun. And and my family, we we, we love their stuff. We really do. It, it's it, it's dead on and for you people that live in the south you and you watch it you know it is so it's going to be a good time so please 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 if there's ever one time where I've asked anybody to share the hell out of it and get as many people in there as possible this is the one what I'll do is when the stream ends I'll post it on Facebook here in the next hour or whatnot. make it shareable you guys flood everything so I'll post it on the retail warzone Facebook page I'll pay it on a Post it on my personal Facebook page And we'll go from there Because I do believe um, They get a lot of stuff from Facebook More than they do Twitter I mean, I'll post it on Twitter But Facebook is going Oh, good one, Hybrid Waffle House versus IHOP I will write that down Yes, congratulations You win Um, But I want you to share it Tell everybody you can Because it's going to be a great, great time And uh, I'm just going to kind of let them go you know, it's like, to say what you need to say. We'll have him for an hour. You know, I don't want to hold him over. Uh, also, to be on time. Don't be late because we're going to hit the ground running because I'm extremely appreciative that he's taking the time to be here, but I don't want to hold him up. So, um, you know, he's in Alabama, and, you know, they're an hour uh, behind us. So when we go live at 8, it's 7 o'clock there, so whatnot but bring your questions i mean i'll get i'll ask as many questions as i can i'll get as many to him as we can you know let's have a good time you know and spread it you know tell people to, to subscribe tell people whatever so it'll be fun but anyway thank you guys for showing up for something that was kind of random and uh you know last minute thing wednesday night will be more proper so to speak and uh come with your stories and whatnot. And, uh, we'll have a great time. So everybody have a great night and we will see you soon. Thanks.